Hello everybody, welcome to the A to Z podcast. And today on Message Monday, we actually had a very special guest preaching the sermon this week. But before we get to that, as you guys already know, my name's Alex. And I'm Zach. And our special guest speaker this week was the one that gave birth to Travis. Yes. Pam Twyman. And I personally, I had I had a good time enjoying um, the sermon myself. Yeah. So. Um, she she followed up with Irresistible. That's a series we're still in. Um, mm-hmm. This was the second week, I believe, second or yeah. third week. Week two. Um, and she really dived deep into the story of Zacchaeus. Mm-hmm. Zacchaeus. Which, first of all, can we just respect that name first? Good name. Good I mean, name. Uh, just for the record, I do have a desire to name my firstborn, Zacchaeus. So would that make him a junior or no? Um, you know what? I don't think so. Bummer. But I might just, like, give him the junior. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I wonder if you can do that. I wonder if you can give someone junior, even if technically... They're not a junior. They're not, like, the same name as you. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I've actually... I've never thought of that until now. That's interesting. Maybe will be the first. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, though. Because I feel like Zac... I mean, Zacchaeus could be an exception. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I'm Zach. Yes. And so, like, we would probably always say Zach. Yeah. But it's like what they write down. Same as you. You know, it's like yeah. you write down something different from like what everyone calls you. I call him ZJ. That's what Z- I call him. ZJ. I don't know if it's steak, but I call him that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know my real name is Zachary. Yeah. Zachary Kruga. So, you know, just shout out. Yeah, so. quick shout out. But Zacchaeus, I mean, can we just say good freaking kid. It's a strong, It's a strong name, dude. Honestly, it is. it is a strong name. It is like a lot of potential for anyone being <laughs> named that. Um, like they're gonna go far in life. And uh, this story, like, it just shows like the potential. You know, like doesn't matter where you're at, like you will get to the end of the tunnel. I hope your son listens to this one day and is like, "You never named me Zacchaeus." And he's like, "My name's Barry." <laughs> oh no, no, dude! I don't know if I could ever do. Or, Barry. or he was like. I was supposed to be named Zacchaeus, and he's like, "Yeah, but we'll save that for the next kid." <laughs> <laughs> we we knew you weren't worthy. No! <laughs> That's probably one of the worst things you could say. Gosh, dude. Just like like we wanted to like say this, but we didn't want to waste a good name. Oh, like, gosh. how worse could you get to yeah, say that? Yeah, that's like to your you're son? you you're pretty up there as, as a bad parent. You're like, yeah. oh my gosh, <laughs> just shoot the self esteem right so ahead, bad. dude. That's so bad. Anyways, we get we get back in the story about uh, yes 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 Zacchaeus Zacchaeus. I I mean there were two parts. Um, the first part was when uh, Pam actually got into church. Um, uh huh. Which was which I had no idea about. Which I thought yeah I thought she grew up in church. Yeah, when I heard that, I was like and and to put on top put it on top of that, it she made it sound like she got married mm-hmm. and still wasn't mm-hmm. and like she. Kind of had that journey, yeah, coming to Christ mid marriage, yeah. Which I was like, oh, so it wasn't when she was seventeen, you mm-hmm. know, or when she was a, uh, you know, a early, young adult or something. But it's like she was yeah. in her marriage, yeah, and then it happened. And I thought that was a very interesting thing yeah. to learn. I always think it's super cool because every everybody's walk with God is different. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she, I mean, she didn't grow up into it, but she she went in kind of later into life with it. I thought it was super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it's always fun to hear those stories of how people become Christians and, and yeah. how they're able to walk through um, with the Lord and all that. I thought the funniest, though, um, was when she went with her friend the first time and friend heard her Bible mm-hmm. and then a big box of tissues. And she's like, oh, you got a cold or something? He's like, oh, no, that's for when the Lord speaks to me. And I was like, that is hilarious. Yeah, and I can't even tell you how many times I've heard stories like that. And so many people say like, oh, like, what did I get myself into? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. this is weird. Exactly. This, like, when they, their first impression mm-hmm. of, especially like worship, because usually worship is like the first thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, in a service, yeah. and so what I usually hear with those stories is like worship was really weird, yeah, because people had their hands up and some people were moving around exactly. and stuff, and, exactly, and some people were even crying, mm-hmm. and I always enjoy the people being genuine in saying that mm-hmm. when they tell their stories yeah. of like their first experience because it 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 really is completely different, yeah. When you have no prior experience um, in ever seeing stuff like that. Yeah. And I think the really cool thing is when you bring people, when uh, a Christian brings a person to a church session, the one thing I notice is there is no, like, hesitation of what they do without them. So they have their normal routine if you were to go by yourself. And usually when you bring someone to something, like a dinner or, or like a game night, for example, those you're, you're gonna kind of lay back with the jokes. You're kind of lay back with with how you act. You're gonna be a little mm-hmm. more court courteous, nicer. Um, but the thing I notice is when you go to a church sermon or when you go to a, a church session, um, and you bring someone with you, you show yourself and mm-hmm. and who you are, and it's awesome because that kind of shows like, hey that sets a, a, a standard for like, don't be afraid to be yourself here. Yeah. And exactly. that kind of really helps them, uh, mesh well into it because then, I mean, right off the bat, they're like, okay, I mean, this is what it is. Um, and it helps them, uh, mold, not mold themselves, but kind of, um, fit in more with, with, with the people they, they go with mm-hmm. and, and all that sort. So that's, that's what I've noticed. And I think that's super cool because, there is a sort of he- hesitation when you meet someone new, you meet a stranger, you bring them somewhere with you. You're not really your normal self, but I- I've noticed when, when people go to church, it's that's usually not the case. So Yeah, and something that I've noticed um, as long as I've been a Christian has been this fact, to not be afraid of questioning God yeah. and, and things related to God. So, you know especially with Pam, it's like you're seeing stuff that you don't normally see, things that are not normal to your eyes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in my head, it's like it's okay to question that, be like, what is going on here? Exactly. All this stuff. Because, and this is what I've always learned to have trust in, Mm -hmm. God doesn't need anyone to defend him. Yeah. God doesn't need someone always there if if someone asks a question be like oh well um uh, you know here's the reason yeah this is what you need to yeah. know it's like god doesn't need uh, an attorney mm-hmm. or this lawyer that's like always defending <laughs> i'll like, speak i'll speak for my client yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and sometimes i'll get caught in that like oh like well here this is why you should be okay with it yeah. like this is why it's not weird it's like well maybe some of the things are different some of the things oh, might be a little weird yeah but the thing is like 
there's always going to be those things that happen. And God isn't afraid of you thinking that way and yeah. questioning like, okay, what does this necessarily mean? Mm-hmm. And he'll show you either through time or something like he'll show you through something else, blah, blah, blah. But I've, I've definitely learned to, to always stand by that fact is like, it's okay for someone to ask those questions and not have the answer. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think that's a, a great aspect of just Christianity in general. Yeah. And I think that's a great point you bring up because I've noticed that a lot of people try to defend like Christianity as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's always been weird to me because you should, I feel like if you're trying to defend yourself or if you're trying to, uh, you know, you're trying to convince someone else, mm-hmm. there's always that like bit of reassurance, especially with me. That's why I've noticed like mm-hmm. when I try to convince someone, I'm trying to reassure myself that like, yes, this, what I'm doing is the right thing. Yeah. Or what I'm doing is, is, what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. And I mean, being a Christian, that just shows like you should always put your faith in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And there shouldn't be, if you do need reassurance, it shouldn't be through someone else. It shouldn't be like you're trying to convince someone else. It should be yeah. like through the Lord. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, I think one thing that people really need to dive deeper with, especially um, mm-hmm. going back to the word, um, worship, prayer, especially, because sometimes I catch myself too trying to almost offend, like a lawyer, almost offend yeah. being a Christian. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is the right way, or this is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And when in reality, it's like, hey, man, I I know what I want. Yeah. And I wanna I wanna help spread it, and I I want you to join me with it. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't be to the point where I'm trying to convince you to go do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And here's something. It's like if you are at the point where you don't believe in God yeah, and you're listening to this podcast and you're like, like, okay, I'm listening, but to be honest, I'm not fully there. Yeah. And I'm – and even if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I, I want someone to explain it and give me a reason mm-hmm. to believe in God, you're not going to get that. Yeah. You're not going to get that here. You're not going to get that from uh, a pastor um, at a church. 30 yeah. miles away, 100 miles away, and so on. Yeah. You need to find that yourself. Yeah. Period. I mean, that's that's all there is to it. Exactly. You know, the reason that you, Alex, believe, and the reason that I believe, you know, we've reached the same destination, yeah. but we've gotten there differently. Yeah. Completely different, mm-hmm. you know? And there's struggles in the journey I took to get to the point of saying, yeah. without a doubt, I truly believe that Jesus is Lord. He died for my sin, mm-hmm. and I, 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 I've put my life on that. Yeah, you know, it, there's a total different dynamic mm-hmm. to that, and I can't tell you that story mm-hmm. and have you believe because of that. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It, it, it doesn't work that way. Absolutely. You know, and and that's something that's like. You can't expect people to be convinced because of your reasoning, mm-hmm. you know, because of your dreams. Like, well, I went through this, and that's why I believe. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, cool. That, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's like everyone's unique. Yeah. Everyone is completely unique. And I think it's so cool. Um, you know, it, it, I think it transfers to a lot of stuff. You know, Absolutely. we were just talking um, a little while ago about parenting. 
-hmm. And it's like, with some stuff, you have to allow your child to go through it. Yeah. You have to allow your kid to learn some stuff that you can't do for them, you know? Um, And take it one step further. For me personally, what I've learned that can be transferred over to my life between my relationship with God is the same applies with me and Tori. You know, and that was really hard for me because I always wanted to be that knight in shining armor for mm-hmm. Tori. I always wanted to be able to fix the problem. I always wanted to convince her, like, oh, well, here, don't worry. I'll do this. Or yeah. here, let me explain to you, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I would always get frustrated every so often. Be like, man, like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. What am I doing that's not enough? And the reality is, like, well, you if you have that mindset, you will never be enough. You'll never get to that point yeah you have to do the opposite you have to take a step back and be like you know what she's gonna figure it out Mm -hmm. and i'm okay with that yeah yeah and i I completely agree kind of go off your earlier point of of saying like everybody i think everybody in in their journey as a christian or or just in any religion in general really Mm -hmm. yep um you come to a point of really of Convincing yourself almost mm-hmm. to to know that you full heartedly want to want to follow it, and that could be uh, one moment. Um, that could be through worship. I mean, that could just be through many different aspects. It doesn't have to be just one moment. For most people, though, I've noticed that they are like, "Oh, there was this one moment right here. I realized. Yeah, mm-hmm. I realized I either want to dive deeper with the Lord, or I need the Lord, and I just haven't." fully committed just yet yeah um and that's with anything no matter if if you're if you've grown up in the church um like a lot of us have uh because you can like as a child your parents make you do a lot of things that they do or they feel is right for you Mm -hmm. and when you get to a certain age i mean i would say about 17 18 Mm -hmm. uh, about graduating high school is when you really figure out like do i really do i am i really a christian like do i Mm -hmm. want to be a part of this yeah, and uh, vice versa too for for non Christians. Um, they kind of figure out that they don't know what they're missing, but they need they need something. And I think that's where the Christianity comes in. Um, and they figure that out that one moment where mm-hmm. sometimes they're at their lowest, or sometimes they just feel like they're missing something, or sometimes they they lost something and they're they're looking to replace it or, or find uh, kind of cope with uh, finding something else to help them with it. That that's where that moment or, or that realization comes into effect for Christians in general. Um, so, yeah, I, I just want to, long story short, basically agree with you mm-hmm. um, with that. And I definitely agree that there comes a time and place where you yourself have that that realization of, yes, I want to go full-heartedly into it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... I think it's it's scary, for sure, mm-hmm. when it comes to that. But it's just like you have to find your faith. Yeah. You have to find your own faith. Absolutely. Um, because faith is such a a tricky thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't prepare enough or like research enough for faith. It's like faith is like it's the unexpected. Absolutely. It's what you don't know. Absolutely. And. It's like, it just can't be taught, man. And, you know, me in my position as a teacher, 
that's always harder for me <laughs> because I, you know, I, I always want the best for my students. Yeah. You know, and I want them to, to step into what God deeply desires for them. The thing is with God, I mean, he's the best at playing the long game. Oh, for you know? sure. For <laughs> and, sure, dude. And, you know, I have to follow in his footsteps with that. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, if if you think like, oh, well, I don't believe and stuff, it's like, that's fine. That's totally fine. God is totally okay with that. Yeah. Now he it doesn't it doesn't mean that he doesn't want you. Mm-hmm. Don't hear it that way, but he is so confident, and he loves you so much that he's willing to let you come mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. And he won't force himself on you ever. You know he never he never does that because he gave us free will. Yeah. He will never grab our hand and be like, you have to do this. Yeah. I'm taking your hand or you're walking with me. It's like he is a God that allows us to do that because he loves us that much. Yeah. And it's just, it's so cool to know that. That's awesome. About our God. Yeah. That we, we not only serve a God like that, but that's like, that's the one that's on top. Yeah. Um, so it's just really cool, man. And I love encouraging people in that way. When I do have a conversation with them, it's like, like well, like I, I don't, I don't think I'm there yet. And I'm like, you know, that's fine. And every time I say that, they're kind of like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Like, shouldn't you be like concerned? Yeah. Like, shouldn't you be like, oh well, here, let me tell you a scripture. Yeah. No, I should like, do something. This is why you should believe. Yeah. You know, I always want to encourage, but it's like, people are taken off by that. Yeah. Because, Absolutely. you know, they they think I'm gonna try and tell them what they need to do to believe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what I always tell, obviously I still want to encourage them to say like, hey, like, you know, you should press into this. Mm-hmm. You should try, see what happens when you press into Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's just like, I have a fun time with that. Absolutely. I have a fun time with, with having those conversations with people. N- knowing mm-hmm. that I serve a God that doesn't need defending. Yeah. I serve a God that I can be confident. It's like, hey, like, God has a plan for you, and He is He's gonna work in you to get you to the place where you you believe. Yeah, and I can I can affirm that in you right now. To to have that confidence in myself to be able to tell people that. Yeah, it's like that's cool. Yeah, and I think the crazy thing is you. The only person that knows the answers are you and God. Mm, yeah. So the fact that like you could read all the scripture and you could worship as much as you want and you could pray as much as you want but if i were to come to you zach and say like i need these answers mm-hmm. you'd be like hey I, unfortunately i am not able to tell you but like you said press into this and that will help you find what you're looking for because unfortunately mm-hmm. i can't answer it but i can help you and guide you to be able to find it mm-hmm. um, and he i mean like you said god is is the best at playing long game yeah so <laughs> i mean when it comes to it is like you may not know how, I mean, just how to find those answers. Mm -hmm. So the fact that that guidance or that pointing, um, I feel like is the best way to assist somebody rather than like when someone comes to you and they're like, I like, tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately it's like, Hey, I don't, well, as much as I, as good of a friend as I am, I don't know your complete story. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately the only ones that can find the answers is, is you. 
And I think that is absolutely crazy. Because, I mean, everything else we do in life, anybody could find answers for. Yeah. I mean, school, uh, you need answers for, I mean, fixing something. Uh, YouTube's mm-hmm. the easiest thing. That, But I think ultimately is like, I, I will never be able to answer that for you. Yeah. You can only answer that for yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and just to piggyback that, I think Jesus is so attractive when it comes to, you know, Christianity mm-hmm. that I believe no matter where you're at, you're going to be drawn to it. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, you hear those stories of people that were like very dedicated Muslims. And their whole life, they, they, you know, were, had ties to it. And in their testimony, you know, they say, oh, you know, then I became a Christian. And something I always hear is there just, there wasn't fulfillment. Mm -hmm. There wasn't satisfaction. And I always knew it, but I didn't know if I could ever like get there. Mm-hmm. I was thought like, well, it's just it's just how life is. Yeah. I can never really be satisfied. And it wasn't until I stepped into Christianity and I saw people that were impacted by Jesus and how fulfilled they looked. Yeah. That I wanted that. Yeah. And I thought maybe they are entering into that. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're tapping into that satisfaction and that fulfillment in life and it's like people see that people see that in christianity let me tell you something right now that is not a thing in other religions that that's not a thing where people are gonna say like i'm fulfilled Mm -hmm. i feel completely fulfilled you know it it might um it might momentarily satisfy It, it might make do but all those testimonies I've heard, that's always been one of the things they've talked about. It's like, I wanted more, and this religion wasn't giving it to me. Yeah. And it wasn't until I, st- I, 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 I started reading the Bible, and I started doing this stuff when it comes to Jesus, yeah. that I then realized, this is what I've been waiting for my entire life. Exactly. And when people see that, there's just always going to be that attraction and that draw. Yeah. Um, to Jesus, and I don't. I don't care who you are. It's if, you, especially if you don't believe, ex, especially if you're in that boat. I I could tell you right now. Even if you ignore it, in your heart, I know that you are attracted to it. I know that you are drawn to Jesus. You may not be able to explain why, and you may try to uh, disagree with it, but you know that you are. Yeah. I think the great part also is is God's timing too. Is like, like you said, He never will will make you do anything. Mm-hmm. And as much as you try to outlast Him, He'll eventually He'll eventually be there. Yeah. Because there are there are some people you see that they're like, oh, like I, I don't want to, or, or I don't like I I think what's more important is what I want rather than what Jesus wants. Mm-hmm. And eventually they get tired of that and they get burnt out and and. And that's when the Lord starts coming in and saying, "Hey, I could fulfill you. I can, I can be there for you to help find what you really want." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also think the cool thing about it, fulf- like getting fulfilled 
with Christianity could mean so many different things. I think the awesome part is, I mean, the forefront, obviously, um, is prayer, mm-hmm. worship, um, going and listening to sermons, stuff like that. That helps you get filled. But on top of that, I mean, I've noticed that almost in anything you can you could find a way to get filled by, by the Lord. Um, whether it be working with kids, you work with kids, that's mm-hmm. one way to get filled. Yeah. Um, you could help. We do. Uh, I mean, I've I've been a couple times. We have a food bank here um, called the Manor House. Um, that's one way I love I love going helping and just seeing like how God's working outside of the church too. Mm, because that's yeah. the big thing is like working inside the church is an easy thing, but once you step outside those doors, for some people, it gets lost in translation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's really why I see. God work the most is outside, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think one of my favorite quotes or one of my favorite lines was um, John Wimber. That's that's the guy who started the, yep. the Vineyard Movement, John correct? Um, he he was listening to a sermon right after, and um, he walked up to the pastor and he's like, "Hey, like, when do we get to do all this stuff?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's so true. Like, that's that's definitely what I was thinking about." Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, like the devil lets me do all of his work. Mm-hmm. Like, I get to enjoy all that. When when can we do God's work?" Yeah, and that's really what I think. That's really what opened my eyes as mm-hmm. far as like, hey, like church is not just a place, dude. Yeah. Um, outside of church, there's there's a lot of help that needs to be done outside for God, mm-hmm. and th- I think for me that was my moment of like, dude, like let's let's really get all in for it, and I don't know, I, I just really enjoyed listening to that because I think that's the thing that that stuck with me the most mm-hmm. out of all that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. And it's it's something just to ponder, you know, um in yourself and think about no matter where you're where you're at and think about like where where am I and you know how is God pursuing me mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um and it's really cool to think about even if cuz like we've been talking to a lot of people that that really are at the beginning of that journey, mm-hmm. but I think that's even true for people that, you know, like for me for example it's like well i i think myself like yeah like i believe in god and all that stuff i think even people that are on their journey with that it's like god always has something you know and until you go to heaven you haven't reached the end yeah you haven't filled your purpose just yet yeah and it's like for me what i believe is like just because i believe in god doesn't mean i've reached the finish line yeah i think i think you only reach the finish when you breathe your last breath yeah i i would i mean you you could argue that believing god is just the beginning dude mm, yeah i like that and i like that a lot i mean that's just the beginning because uh, i mean i th- i think being a christian is one of the hardest things you could do mm. in all honesty because for me personally the thing you have to be okay with is you have to know that you'll never be perfect and for a lot of people i think that's that's the thing that hinders them the most mm-hmm. is that you'll never be perfect as a christian i mean there's only one perfect person and, and that that's the boy we're trying to yes, trying to impersonate so yes, <laughs> yeah i it's just hard because 
God tests you. I mean, the tests never stop. It's not like mm-hmm. it's not like college where like once you finish four years, you're good. Yeah. Like it's through life in general. But I think that on the contrary, the great thing about that too is is it's okay if you fail. Mm-hmm. You're expected to fail, um, and, and that's all right because then that's when you go back and you say, "Hey, Lord, I I mean, I just need help in this aspect." Yeah. And he's like, "All right, let's work on it then." Mm-hmm. So. I just think, for me, the awesome thing is, like, the mystery of why I'm here. And I think that's kind of what, that's one of the reasons it drives me is, like, why did God place me on this earth? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I here? Yeah. Um, and, I mean, that for me personally, that's just one of the things I I always wonder. Um, and it's always a reason to look for or look to the Lord and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I fully agree with that. I think that's just great. Great, great combo, too, about it. So, yeah, yeah, that's something to think about throughout your week. Um, that, I mean, I'll, first off, I would just like to say thank you um, to Pam Twyman for, for giving us a sermon. Mm-hmm. Amazing sermon. You killed it up there. Um, thank you. Uh, we, we'd love to listen to you again. Um, so Maybe feel free to stop by. Um, and, yeah, uh, we're glad you guys were here with us. Thank you guys for listening uh, with us, and we'll talk to you guys next time. All right. Peace. Peace.